Hello, and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever. This is the show where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence, and it just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. And I'm Sean. Here we are. Yeah. No guys in capes this week. (laughs) (laughs) No, we didn't see anything. Didn't really do much of anything besides, you know, work. No, but we did get some good comments on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, Our buddies, uh, Nick. Lane it. Yep. His buddy, Lane it. Okay, so I got to make sure I get their tweeters right. The old twits. Yeah, whatever. The stupid Twitter. Twitter's stupid. Twitter is stupid. It's dumb. (laughs) Dumb garbage. All right. I think that's how they pitched it. They were like, I have an idea for this thing where you can talk to people on the internet, and I'd like to call it dumb garbage. And they're like, how about Twitter? You're like, I guess that works. Yep. Um, so our buddy Lanet360 mm-hmm. was uh, very much uh, into our discussion about Downtown Dracula. Yeah, dude with the cape. As is uh, his buddy, who goes by Moz, uh, Mozinger1978, mm-hmm, M-A-Z-I-N-G-E-R, I'm sorry, M-A-Z-I-N-G-E-R1978. Uh, he has been... Uh, quite active in asking us about they, they were quite active in talking about downtown dracula yeah yeah and i appreciate that because yeah I think that's a, we're gonna it's the screenplay we'll never write oh, we're not gonna write anything <laughs> that's not true i'm writing stuff now it just doesn't have to be downtown dracula yeah, that's we're all not, we're, not, we're not doing i mean well i mean yeah i mean yeah we'll i have i have so many ideas for horror movies that i think we should write together mm-hmm. yeah i know Hollywood and die. Hollywood and die. Palm screams. Palm that's it. That's those, those those two. I thought I had a third one. Was it the Halloween casino? No, there was. Nobody a... did that. No, no, no this was. Somebody... It was. It was another horror movie, and I can't remember what it was. Yeah, but it wasn't Halloween. Halloween casino was a romantic comedy. Oh, uh, oh, so it's sex about. I believe it was McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Uh, and some chick trying to fuck, basically, like trying that, like that. <laughs> what was a Pat Oswalt yeah, bit where it's that's it, all yeah. it is? Uh, that was that. Yeah. It was so it, no no killing, just boning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so look, I just want to. I'll get this out. I'm just gonna get this out. Okay. I am slightly on edge this weekend because of all this North Korea Trump kaboom bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's very frustrating. Um. I have part of me feels like there's a bargain in place where if this goes down and Los Angeles gets exploded, it's going to be like Trump's going to be like, well, look, they were liberals people. anyway. They were liberals anyway. They didn't vote for me. <laughs> so and it's OK. So it's OK. And like, that's totally what's going to be. You know, it's going to be a lot of a lot of bargaining. It's like, look, you can blow up this part and just see if it works, you know. <laughs> and then Trump's going to go to the moon. I don't think Trump's going to go to the moon. He's going to go to a bunker. Out. I think there's, there's already- no, there's nothing on the moon. How do you know that? There's nothing on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the moon. I thought, I thought Bush was going to go to the moon. I thought he was going to Mars. <laughs> At least well, Black, that was, that was, that was Black Bush was going to Mars. Black Bush was going to Mars. He knew he was going to go a little bit farther out, you know, but, yeah. uh, you know, the moon, it's where it's at. Mm. Just gonna put out, put Camp David on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best moon. It's the best moon. There's already a hotel on the moon. We just can't see it. Oh God! It's probably a Trump hotel. It's totally a Trump hotel. He had it figured. He was already started. That's why he became president because he had you had the Trump Trump hotel on the moon, and he was just like, "Look, I'm just gonna blow Trump up Trump crater. Blow, we're just gonna blow up California. I'm just gonna go hang out with the the Inhumans." <laughs> <laughs> Do they live on the moon? Yeah, and so oh. and the Transformers. Well, the Transformers. The yeah, yeah. I, that I was. A, I remember. And then he's gonna fight the Decepticons to blow up the moon, 
and then he's going to go to Mars because we're already getting Mars ready. Yeah. So he goes, and Matt Damon's going to come with him because he thinks Matt Damon's an actual scientist. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna, Teach go, me to grow a potato. Go be the best potatoes. <laughs> On the moon. Go be some premium spuds. Yep. Premium spuds? Premium spuds. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's actually my uh, that's my new uh, space drama. Premium it's like, it's spuds? Like, it's like gravity, but with Donald Trump's called premium spuds. <laughs> It's just a reality TV show where Donald Trump and Matt Damon try to grow uh, potatoes on the moon. But they, no, or they on ju- Mars? No, they judge the potatoes. Oh, okay. So they have like groups so they, of people coming they got, in they to got try chefs, to chefs, you know, and stuff, and they work and make the best potatoes. <laughs> Is that the new chopped? It's like premium spot. Yeah, it's yeah. like chopped in space. Yeah, they're like in in your basket. You have nothing but Mars potatoes. Mars potatoes. <laughs> and, and, and uh, you're for and le- you're, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And uh, your only judges are Donald Trump and Matt Damon. <laughs> People who do not know Drew Marguerite is a writer for Deadspin. And he's very funny. And he was on Chopped once in a very ugly shirt. And he won. Yeah, it was an ugly shirt. It was a very ugly shirt. And he won. And good for him. But uh, the gifts uh, are gifts that keep coming, mm-hmm. I just have to say. I know. We're going to be losing out on gifts in this world. You know that? Someone will gift launch the Los Angeles exploding. <sighs> and then they're just going to use it in like snarky comments for like the rest of eternity. You it's know, like, it's like when she shows you that, when she shows, <laughs> shows you that you ass, <laughs> when you show her the D and when it's just Los Angeles getting blown D up. It's more than what's expecting. <laughs> it's going to be the butt. Cause, cause all the good, because all the good memers are in New York. Yeah, know? well, that's true. So we'll Jewish be fine. Catradamus' uh, <laughs> father. Yeah, he's they're in all... Miami now. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, that's right. But all the good. Well, they're all East Coast, yes. Yeah, they're, they're all East Coast. They're fine. <laughs> Uh, so it's going to be the but her emails <laughs> <laughs> of hot take gifts, <laughs> and that's right. I say gif, fuck gif. I'm not saying it. Oh yeah, we everybody says gif, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm kind of, and I did not pick this book this week based on this. I picked it because it was stupid. Well, I, I mean, I would have picked it on. Talking. I would have picked it on the cover alone. Well, right. which is kind of a great cover. Yeah, it is a great cover. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll so get, we'll have to talk about it. We'll get to it. I don't know what else are we doing. They'll do comics this week. No, I did buy. You bought your the one you needed. I bought what, what the one I needed. We actually did a really good job because we went to the bug and they had like a bajillion dollar boxes, and I said no. Yeah, because I you, already you, have so many thing, that I haven't because, read. Because I'm trying to put all my you know the books books in order and trying to sort everything, and I realized I needed more bags. And I needed a box. It was funny because I was telling you this that I went to the bug and I had to use the bathroom, and I'm sitting in there and I felt very comfortable. Like I felt like I was home. <laughs> It was weird. I mean, look, and I'm saying, I mean, it's 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 just a, a bathroom with a slash utility closet, but I felt very comfortable. I was like, you know what? I could live here. And I thought about just going out on the floor and just lay, laying on the tables. I'm sure they would have appreciated that at Maybe their place of business. Yeah, I got more like, oh, room there. <laughs> They'd have been like, oh, another one's sleeping. Another one's sleeping. Yep. All I'm telling right. you that this is the sign that we need to open up our comic book store I think that, slash I think, coffee I think shop. that was it. It's like, I think that's how I got, how I'll tell if, uh, if the place is right for us, if the, if the bathroom makes me feel like home. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna love to explain the realtor to that takes us around. We're gonna be like, he just we have to like is he wait. napping in the toilet. Yep. You don't understand. He, he's gonna have to. This is a whole process for him. <laughs> so why don't you tell me about the sconcing or whatever? Yeah, no, but we did pretty good because we didn't really. You know, I only bought the first issue of the early '80s Jack of Hearts miniseries from Marvel because I've been trying to find them and they don't collect them and all that because he's not that popular of a character, but. 
I've always been interested by it because Jack of Hearts. Maybe we'll do that for this show. Yeah, I was going to say, have we ever done a Jack of Hearts? Well, he's only had the one miniseries, but he's a very confusing character because a lot of stuff about him is just He's very... called Jack of Hearts. Have we ever had him on the show? I don't think we have. I feel like we have. Maybe maybe we'll do like a He Marvel... might have been in a team-up, but I don't well, think like he... he has. Did he? No, that was a Wonder Man. Uh, yeah, he's been... I have Marvel team-ups and Marvel 2 and ones with him in it. I have... Yeah. Quite a few things with him in it, so we'll have to explain that. Because is it, there you, is there a what if where it's like what if Jack of Hearts had a better name? No, <laughs> no, yeah, it's he's a yeah he's a weird dude, but I'm I'm sort of fascinated by him, mm-hmm. um, and he kind of like he's very intricate costume for. I think the reason why he don't see him very often is because you have to draw all this little shit, yeah, on his body, you know, like all these little like art, you know, uh, armaments and designs for his yeah, it'd costume. probably be easier to do it now you can just do a copy paste well but you have to draw it into all these different poses and stuff like that well that's true but i mean like now with computers you can i don't copy, know how they draw paste real it. comics now so. yeah I'm, I'm sure people still do it by hand but i'm sure there's people who do it in like illustrator right you know and stuff and you draw it and then you can literally copy that shape and like change it and right. skew it and move it around yeah which makes things even easier um yeah so I don't know. We'll, so, yeah. we'll, we'll get to, we'll get we'll get to him. All right. Point. So let's take a break though. Okay. We'll come back and then we'll talk this book. We'll talk about our book for the week. Hey everybody, I'm Paul Spitaro. I don't know if you know me, but I'm a regular on Back to the Bins along with my friends Dr. Bill Robinson. Hello. And Mr. Scott Gardner. Hey, how's it going? Andy's been asking us for a promo for the show for the longest time, and Bill has been writing it for the longest time. Bill, you got that promo written yet? Okay, so, anyway, what we do is we review three comic books. We try to do it every week. Usually it's a Marvel, a DC, and a Captain Canuck book for Scott. So, tune in every week to Back to the Bins to listen to our show. You can find us at 2TrueFreaks.com. All right, we are back here on Worst Collection Ever, uh, and we are going to talk about Captain Adam. Welcome back to the show, Captain Adam. Um, I believe this is the second Captain Adam we've done, I, okay. if I can recall, um, because we did the Christmassy issue, I think, last year. Oh, and, that's right. Yeah, and I, th- I I can't think we did another one, but he's definitely... Uh, He's here. He's here. So we got him here. Uh, Captain Adam, number five from July 1987. Mm -hmm. Um, And we got the main event right on this cover here. Uh, Captain Adam. And then right beneath this is V. Oh, this is a versus. Versus, I know. V. Firestorm, the nuclear man. Mm -hmm. And on the cover... Yeah, Captain Adam jumping to you know they're, they're meeting in the middle. Captain Adam is jumping towards uh, Firestorm. And Firestorm is headbutting him and in Firestorm his chest. Firestorm is headbutting him in his chest with his fire brain. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so they're getting into it's it. Going, it's going down. Though I would have to say that I don't know if I would really describe what happens in this book as a versus. It's just a big misunderstanding. Uh, but they yeah. got it. But, but, but you know, but cover. But they're fighting. Uh, sort of. Yeah, they're having a fight. I guess. You know, so you you could say that's a it is a thing. Yes. So, um, yeah. This this Captain Adam is the Captain Adam who 
was in he's kind of like a, a Captain America in that he's like a man out of time. Well, he just got they just got him from the he was from 1968. Charlton. Yeah, this guy from the Charlton crossover. I, I'm, I'm probably hopefully, hopefully I think I'm right. Uh, the Charlton crossover because he used to be a Charlton comic comic book character. Yeah, and then basically, you know, they kind of ret- retconned it that he was kind of like a Captain Adam, you know, or Captain America type of uh, hero story. Yeah, uh, Captain America, Captain America type of story where he, um, you know, was away. You know, he was away for a long time, suspended in some sort of anim- you know, some sort of stasis for a long well, he, time. I thought he got whatever happened to him that made him. Captain Adam like propelled him forward in time or yeah. something. So for him it was just like a couple of minutes, but for everybody else it was years. Yeah, of now time. he's all, yeah, now he's all And now he's back. Yeah, now he's all souped up for the 80s. Um because you know before he used to have like just like a costume, like a shirt and pants or whatever thing and But didn't they also they have retconned this since then? Though, they have. Haven't yeah, they? His because history has changed a bunch. I was going to say cuz that's not how it is now cuz I still it's remember It's different now because when they they with the new 52 and rebirth like yeah, stuff well, has changed pretty drastically for him. I haven't really kept up on it. I do recall reading an issue or two of the new 52 Captain Ab and finding it uh dreadfully boring hmm. to the point where i just i was like because I, I wanted to get into it you oh, know it's captain know. adam i think he looks cool yeah you know i kind of dig him so i was like all right well, let's see what this is like and, and uh, you fell asleep and i just couldn't i couldn't handle it you yeah. know it wasn't wasn't for me so yeah. um but the 80s stuff i dig yeah because there's a lot of you know because he was also in the jail, jail justice league europe and mm-hmm. you know he had a lot lot going on you know, with the regular DC universe, and I like that. You know, clearly right here, you know, Firestar was headbutting him. Yeah. You know, with his fire brain. Well, I, I think my favorite thing was when he was on the the Justice League Unlimited. Is that yeah. the yeah? Because Green Arrow at one point turns to him and says, "I think I marched against you in college." Yeah. <laughs> Which I always found funny. <laughs> yeah. He's basically um, Cap- Captain Adams, basically Doctor Manhattan. Yeah. From uh, uh, Watchmen. Now. The Watchmen are coming into the DCU. Sure, it's supposed to. Apparently, it's supposed to start happening like next month. Yeah, great. That's what the okay. guy at the bug was uh, telling some other guy. Oh, what? Oh, you got over? Oh, you ever heard it? I did overhear that. Yes. Oh, good. Yeah, because yeah, well, they've listen. been they've been teasing it hmm. for since like Rebirth started, and now I guess it's going to actually. I, it's. Are they going to reboot all the books again? This is why I trade weight for new shit it's really hard for me to is it why i just read old shit well this is why i read old shit number one uh number two is because it's cheaper and number three is because they reboot shit so constantly that i just can't keep up with it yeah so i'm just like i'll just wait if i really want it i'll get it in trade and i know that's probably not the attitude that the comics industry would like me to have well too bad sorry (laughs) do do just 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 can you i mean look can you just can you just have had the numbering of an issue and just keep numbering it the same thing instead of rebooting it all the goddamn time. Well, I guess DC isn't doing that. I mean, now. Well, they're now. trying to do like, it again. Now Marvel I mean, is just like, crossover. Uh, crossover uh, reboot. Fuck, okay, now tie we're, in. They, uh, I mean, they, and they're just like, goddamn disaster. And they you're like, drive stop. Me because they, they, every time I'm looking, it's always like, we got a brand new Captain or Captain America number one. I'm like, how many times has yeah. this come back? Like, you have to be on like, they have to be on like, 13th volume of this point well, not only that but like if you want to keep up with what the hell your character is doing you have to follow them across like every title <sighs> sure. and you're like i don't want to I, I don't have the money to spend on all that nope. like i just just tell me a story in the book that i'm reading mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So yeah, you can't just ha- can't you just have like little story like this is actually a very contained story. It so is this I, one, yes. I, I, I appreciate it. That's actually why I like a lot of the earlier stuff is because they are contained. Yep. Uh, especially like in the those Bronze Age ones that I tend to favor. It's just like this is the story that happened in this issue. I totally agree with that. And uh, this is this is good. Yeah, this is this will be. Oh, by the way, did you know we didn't say we would read the issue for last week, the next issue of Spider Woman? I don't think we did that. Oh, did we not? Yeah, the one with Triple H and the yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I know, in the suit, in the suits, and I'd read another story about that suit. I would too. <laughs> um, but as far as buying another uh, uh, Spider Woman issue mm, in that run, maybe um, there are other. There I'll are, say maybe there are Spider Woman issues in that run because that run went on for a couple of years that I am interested in. Sure, but I am not uh, particularly interested in uh, you know f- continuing what's going on there. I say so. maybe. Yeah. We'll go maybe. I'm probably going to say that. Huh. So, but so let's get into this ca- book. Yeah, let's talk about Captain Adam, though. Captain Adam number uh, five? Five, five from July 1987. Uh, the story apparently is called The Return of Dr. Spectro, Spectro. And we get a flashback of Captain Adam in his uh, Charlton costume mm. where he is fighting. He's, he's posing. He's posing. He's having a superhero pose. Yeah, oh, he is. And uh, he's fighting a uh, apparently Doctor Spectro who is getting who's zapping Captain Adam with his emoto beams, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know if they're really doing anything. They're just kind of making him have a hard time to move and not making it, him sad or anything. I don't know. It's just very hard for me to believe that he came out of the Charlton. Oh no! It's consumed him with rage. Oh, that's right, rage. Oh, it's very hard for me to believe that he came out of the Charlton line. Yeah. Because I read, I have a bunch we of those just read a romance comics. I have a bunch of those romance comics from Charlton, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then I did research on it, uh, and who knew there was like a lot of shit going on in that yeah that line for a long the time. You know, the yeah. question and stuff. Who yeah. knew? I did not know. No, but yeah, now but I know. that's what I'm not saying. Then when uh, you know DC came in, they told I mean they bought a bunch of stuff. Yeah, you know. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, apparently, okay, so they made him. It made him angry. Yes, consumed with rage after he gets blasted by the beam. And then he goes outside and he goes, Yarg. Yarg. He does go Arg. But then we find out that we're just, the flashback is because uh, this woman is reading a book. And she's a, a journalist, I think. Yeah. And so she's, apparently Captain Adam wrote this book. Yeah, he wrote a biography. A, a biography, biography. About what he went through and all that fun stuff. Um, and I guess it's a hot seller because she does have one of my favorite lines later. Well, she talks about how this book is, it's a, it's a really big deal. Cause he just came back in time and, yeah. you know, cause the whole thing was like the story about the, the story, particular story is that he jumps, uh, you know, he, he's about to explode and then he flies off. Right. And at the last moment he protects himself. Sure. So, which is, and, and saves everyone and himself and whatever. Sure. And, and, and then she's like, but this, he's such a hot property. She's talking to her editor and she says, Walter, I'm serious. Captain Adam has joined the ranks of Max Headroom, Eddie Murphy, and Crocodile Dundee. He's become a hot media property. That is literally, <laughs> that is the most 80s of lists. That is literally, <laughs> no, that, that is not even the most 80s. That is the, literally the most 1987 list. Yeah. You or, can have. Yeah. Which, I mean, the only thing that's missing in here is like Ernest goes to camp. Oh shit! Yeah, Ernest they P. should. Warrell. 
could have could have had a could have could have been in. Why didn't too. they should have put him on there? But they were just going for the rule of three. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> Spud McKenzie totally could have been in there. Oh, well, he showed up at the Super Bowl. Maybe right. he did a Captain Adam. Maybe he was going to consume. Was he also in Charlton Comics? Yes. Okay. Well, he was going to consume all that that energy, and then he like jumped ahead to the Super Bowl. Oh, is that like, what, what am Captain I doing Adam, here? Captain Adam became a dog. Yes. He became a beer loving, party loving <laughs> yes. dog. Yes. And he traded in his uh, Hawaiian shirt and his surfboard to like save the world. I want to believe this to be true. Yeah, that's, that's exactly that's, that's actually what happens at the end of this run. Is he becomes Spud McKenzie? Oh, nice. Uh, and then he gets into a convertible driven by. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's say uh, Mo. Mo. And, uh, <laughs> yes, Mo, a famous Mo. Famous Mo. <laughs> and and then he uh, he basically does a DeLorean uh, Back to the Future thing, except he goes into the into the future and he ends up at the Super Bowl. That's how this run ends. Mm, sounds yeah. very confusing. Don't yeah. they retcon it? <laughs> I don't like it. It's actually part of several tie-ins. That's uh, why it's hard to follow. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm not. I'm not into it. We need Jeff Johns to do some cleanup. Uh, so this woman's like, hey. He, all he would do is probably just change it from Bud to PBR. It's like, my work is done. Goodbye. No, no, he'd be like, this is all about the Flash. <laughs> I just want you guys to know this is all about the fucking Flash. Yeah. Because Jeff Johns loves the Flash. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, this woman and her publisher, she's like, Captain Adam is huge. What if we got Dr. Spectro to write his version? Oh. What? What about that? So it's basically he, she wants to do a spinoff. She wants to, yeah. She's just trying to capture. It's, it's like you know, capture down like a celebrity. This is this is like, the, it's like, like this is like Jersey Shore, and they're like, this who is can, the total who, divas. Who want? Yeah, yeah, total divas. Or you know, and I think when Jersey Shore, when like you know, Snooki wrote a book, and, yeah, and Vinny wrote a book, sure. and Polly D. Can wrote we put a, wrote in quotes? We're, we're right, please? but they're all writing books, you know. So everybody's writing a book, you know. So we're trying to get on this, you know. Yep. Um. Yeah, and so there's uh So that so that's her plan. She wants to track down Dr. Spectro. So then we yeah. cut to Captain Adam is talking to what's this guy? Oh, who is this dude? Baldy McEyepatch. <laughs> <laughs> he has a name. I know he does. I don't remember what it is. Doctor something. I think we find it out later. Dr. Schlepp. And he's talking about how like, oh, when you did that thing, you actually only went ahead in time six days instead of last time when you went ahead in time like a million years or whatever. Yeah, it kind of kind of just kind of gives us the update as to what's been going on with him. Yeah. And then uh some guy who I assumed was John Stewart but is not walks in and he was like, "Hey, Captain, I've got orders from the general and Captain Adams like my leave isn't over and I have to take my daughter to the carnival. Yeah. So pretend you didn't see me. And he's like, good call. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, he's like, uh, he, he, this guy's name. who the bald guy? No. no. Well, hang on. What are you doing? No, go ahead. I'm looking for this guy's name. So, but yeah, but basically, yeah, he just, he, th- th- okay. So this dude, <laughs> whoever this dude is, I don't, I've, I've, I've He's got a name, but he looks like, like the evil guy in the center. Megala. Megala? Megala. It's, it's over here. Oh, Megala. Dr. Megala. Dr. Megala. Dr. Dr. Baklava. Um, <laughs> Delicious but here's, here's, doctor. But here's the thing, like, he's apparently some, like, doctor that works for the government, but he looks like he's, he's in a fuchsia Professor X, like, space Wheelchair. wheelchair yeah and he's also got like electrodes and he's all like attached i, I and, like, assume got, those are electrodes he's got, he's, got, he's got a fuchsia eye patch he's got a big big uh kyle Kinane beard and he's got like these electrodes sticking out of his head he looks like he belongs in mad max yeah exactly yeah and everybody's just kind of like yeah so uh i'm going to the fair 
You want me to bring you back some uh, cotton candy? Elf, you, you want some? You want an elephant ear? Can you even eat an elephant ear, <laughs> Doctor Megala? He's like, can you give me some of those almonds that they do in the sugar? You know which ones? You know what's really good? They take that popcorn. Really they put the sugar in it. Can you give me some of that? And then when yeah, you come you here, give me the kettle you, corn. Can, yeah, kettle corn. Can you, can, can, you, can you feed it to me? How about a funnel cake? And there's a scene later where this bald dude that gives him the orders. Uh, comes feed, gives the kettle corn to this guy and he feeds it to uh, Megala. Oh yeah, that's a, a great that's a, a great scene. It's a very touching scene. It's like it's like it really is. It's like it's like a giant like splash panel. You know what it is? It's that scene in Batman v Superman when Lex feeds that guy a Jolly Rancher, but like a touching version of that scene. And yeah. that's actually this book is where they got that idea. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's there, somebody was reading this like uh, David Ayer. Or whoever the fuck his name is, I think that's uh, right. Goyer. Yo, Goyer, yeah, David Ayer, yeah, same same company, same um, guy. <laughs> but David Goyer was reading this this particular Captain Adam, and he goes, "You know what? I'm so touched. This is missing. I really wanted this guy to be eating some kettle corn. What, maybe, <laughs> let's say maybe we can have somebody feed something to somebody. Yeah, and Batman says, I don't know how it's going to happen. Um, what candy will give us an endorsement? <laughs> how can we make it really comfortable? Uncomfortable." What if it was like Reese's if that gave them an endorsement? He would have had to just like shove an entire peanut butter really, cup in that guy's really, mouth. Wolf was really melty, and then it's like, and then it gets melty on the guy's mouth, and he just kind of starts wiping it off. And he's like, ah. like, what would be the worst candy to have to feed another person? Oh, uh, hmm. Uh, ooh, a dipping stick. <laughs> or, or. Circus peanut? That would just be gooey. You just you break, break it off into little pieces, but like, mm. <laughs> but like or, they're a bird. <laughs> yeah, or ooh, oh, ring pop. Oh, uh, <laughs> that would be awkward, wouldn't it? Just like well, you just like uh, <laughs> you put your, and somebody just suck it on your ring pop, and then you have it, to stand there with your hand me, out. Please tell me that there is just hours of footage of just this happening, <laughs> having them trying out different candies. Oh man, that ha- it all outtakes. Oh man, that that's going to be in the boxed edition when they release the entire DC uh, movie universe. Uh, is going to be so much footage, and it's just going to have like cut after cut of him like shoving like an Eskimo pie in people's faces. Eskimo like, pie? <laughs> could you imagine getting Eskimo pie? <laughs> How do you shove an Eskimo pie? Does... Well, that's that. Kind of that go... was the trick. There's a thing because like, a, a Klondike bar. Eskimo pie, Eskimo pie. You kind of have to like comply to opening your mouth a bit. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think. I think with the, the Jolly Rancher, you can kind of stick it in there, to right? Like an open, yeah, yeah, yeah. His lips. You can't just be like Eskimo pie. <laughs> well, that's why they tried all the different things they wanted to see. That'd be a good panel. Tootsie Comic-Con. pop, really long Tootsie roll. Just <laughs> all the ones, really long ones. Yeah, like nerds rope. <laughs> Trying to shove the entire nerds rope in some dude's face, just feeding it in there. Like mm-mm. it's like when a uh, when a magician pulls a handkerchief out of his. But the uh, other way, yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> it's just the other way. Oh boy, that's a good show. Yeah, good it's movie. the best show. So that was a good movie, guys. <laughs> um. Anyways, so they let Captain Adam go to the fair. Yeah, they're like, we'll pretend we didn't see you. Go to the take then, your take your daughter what to the is fair. This government building stuff here. Something about. Oh, is this that woman? Yeah, that's that woman, and they. they oh, because she's getting intel on. She, I think yeah, this. she wants to find Doctor Spectro, or whatever. Yeah, she's trying to find this Doctor Spectro, and she's you know she's hacking into so this is like. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. She, she, <laughs> it literally yeah. doesn't matter. She's looking for him. That's all you have to know. Um. So then we cut to the so fair. Now we're at the fair, and Captain Adams at the fair with his daughter, who is now only five years younger than him. 
who's not five years younger than him, and she looks like she's drawn by Dick Sprang. Yeah, she's got the biggest. She's lips. got the biggest, goofiest lips. Yeah. In this particular picture, she just looks very. She looks like Amanda Lepore, if anybody knows that reference. <laughs> is, that, is that a uh, drag queen? Uh. I believe she started out as a drag queen. Okay. Um, but she's got huge, just huge, giant plastic surgery lips. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, who is this guy? I always, I think we've talked about this the other day. I don't know who this guy is. I still don't know. Does he mention this? No. He's like, I'm going to the fair with. Uh, he just says I'm taking my daughter to the fair. Flabbity flute. Yeah, his daughter's name is Peggy. And could she? And so what happened was when he was dead or he was away, his wife. But Captain Adam's wife mm-hmm. remarried. Remarried a, a General Eiling. Maybe that's who that's supposed to. Be. And I think he's somebody. Well, this I don't know who this dude is, but her stepfather is General Eiling, and General Eiling and Captain Adam are not friends. Okay. So okay, just to, you know, so that's why there's all this cont- uh, con- uh, contentious con- nature all right. here. Um, so I don't know. Is this her boyfriend? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's her boyfriend. Yeah. I but it's an older guy, so maybe it's Captain Adam's friend. And they're wearing their their their, their like uniforms, uniforms, and they're they basically look like pilots. Yeah, so, like so they're like taking, and he's like, oh. see, this is like it has to be his Captain Adam's friend, and Captain Adam shouldn't be friends with this guy, and I'll tell you why. Oh. Besides the fact that he we t- find out later that he's like a double crosser, but they're like sitting on this, uh, you know, it's one of those. Rides where you sit in it, it goes around and you go up in the air. I don't know. They have a name. I don't know what they're called. Whatever. So they're, it's like a rocket. I have a scar from one of those. Oh, yeah? What happened? Oh, they closed the gate on my arm. Oh. <laughs> I was at, at Darien Lake in Western <laughs> New York. And like it was one of those things where they just were like, I had my hand too close on it. And they were like, chunk. And it took out like a chunk of my skin and my uh. wrist. And like I think I told somebody and they were like, stop complaining oh yeah there was the most terrifying thing that ever happened to me on a ride we were at elages this is before it was the six flags mm-hmm. so this was like the old elages in denver which it's no longer at that location for some reason they had do you remember the spider no but i can imagine what it's like okay so it's like this big tall thing and it has like cars and you go really really high in the air and they spin around right but for some reason, they thought it was a good idea to put the spider on top of the bumper cars. So you're already like 15 feet in the air, and then they put it on top of a building, so you're even higher. So like, oh, it's on top of the actual ride. It's on top of the bumper car place. You can't do that. That's what they, that's what they had it. It was on, for some oh. reason. My parents were like, "Have fun." Like, that, that's, that's not supposed to happen, right? You're not supposed to put rides on top of rides. It was rides on top of a ride. So we, uh, but the bumper car is just like a building. So it's on the roof of like where the bumper cars are. Okay. But still, so we go up to the thing. And we go in it, and I was like eight, my si- which makes my sister like five, so she was like five or six. Okay. So I was always the one who had to be in charge of her. So we're on this stupid spider, and they're loading people in. So they, you know, they load you in, they move the car to the next one, right? Yeah. Because not everything comes down at the same time. So, but the problem was my sister was so small that she started sliding out from underneath the uh, seatbelt. So we're like hanging over this, like off the edge of the roof, and mm-hmm. she's like falling out of the car, and I'm like holding on to her so she doesn't die. And we're just like, no, let us down, let us. Down. They didn't listen to us, and then mm. then we had to ride the ride, 
with her almost falling out the entire time because she was too small to be on the damn ride and they just let her go on anyway because mm. I was with her. And I had to hold on to her the entire time so she wouldn't die. And then we finally got off the ride and I don't think I ever rode the spider again. That's what happened. It was terrifying. I, when, I, when I was 12, I went to Cedar Point mm-hmm. in uh, Sandusky, Ohio, which is, was a... Uh, big uh touristy place okay and uh you know for people to go like near buffalo you know if you because like you know, the roller coasters it's a big you know it's a big place i don't know if it's still there anymore and it was one of those things where you just go on all the roller coasters and it was great because i would just go on all these different roller coasters whatever but for some reason i was 12 and now when i was 12 i was like a blobby horse <laughs> So, <laughs> was is that the technical definition? Yeah, <laughs> when, when I went for my, you know, when I went for a physical, they I was like, "Well, your son's a blobby horse." They were like, "Please send him to the vet. He's a blobby horse." Here are some blobby oats. <laughs> um, and I had to like, I, but it was like one of those things where I had like, I was gonna ride a, uh, uh, like a. Like one of those machines, like one of these things. Mm-hmm. Like one of these things where like you put like some something similar, but you had yeah. to sit in a cart. And for some reason, they're like. You're not old enough or tall enough, even though I was like a blobby horse, and I maybe sit <laughs> in between the legs of a college bro. You know, wait, like why in between his legs? Or because that's how the seats were. Because they, you know, they may just sit there and just like, well, you have to go with somebody that's older. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, you know, you know, that's that's 21. I'm like, what? Why are you for- foisting these rules on me? I just rode your tallest roller coaster <laughs> with my sister. <laughs> and I've been screaming down the thing. Blobby horse. And I was a giant. I'm, I'm just. I'm Maybe just, they were just like, we can't let horses on without supervision. Sure. I think that's probably what happened. <sighs> so did that college bro make you safe? I, sure he did. I just was very. I was kind of like, you know, he was. I remember him being like, oh, I guess I'm doing this. Yeah. He was probably sad that you weren't a lady. Yeah. I know. He's probably home. So he's not a young girl or, you know, like a you know girl close to my age. I can maybe get her digits because we're, you know. Because <laughs> it's 1990, whatever. It's 1992. You know, maybe she might <laughs> like some Belle Biv DeVoe and some uh, White Snake or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, you know, but no, you know, I have to hang out with this blob boy well at least you, you didn't know, almost uh you know lose you know, your sister to gravity <laughs> at least you didn't almost lose your sister to gravity i know <laughs> like yours me. a lot more tragic than mine <laughs> I, just really sit, traumatic. I just had to sit i just had to sit with a dude you know yours was like your sister has fallen <laughs> off like fucking like like some sort of uh awful awful fucking unsolved mysteries kind of yeah thing. it would have been terrible she would have just plummeted to her death <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my mom would have blamed me. You know that, right? Yeah, like, 100%. My mom would have yeah. 100% told me it was my fault yeah. because my poor eight-year-old arms got tired and, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and no, I you, let you, go. It would have been your fault. Yes, you, I know. The onus of holding your sister's weight up on a ride that is in motion <laughs> is on you. I know. Ugh. Uh, joy. Anyways. Anyway, so in this book, uh, nobody dies. Nobody. Thankfully, that none of these things happen. Thankfully, Captain Adam does not have to sit between the legs of a college bro, <laughs> or, or hold on, or to his, his daughter th- doesn't fall off. <laughs> He's not holding his daughter so she doesn't die. Um. Uh, so he goes. Yeah. So there's yeah. Some oh, but this is this is why they're terrible. This guy's terrible because oh, Captain okay. Adam's friend. Uh, 
the daughter's like, yay, this is fun. And he's like, oh, I remember when I used to take you on these when you were little. And then I had to change your diaper. Uh, wait, wait a minute. Like when she he took her on the ride yeah. and then he had to change. Wait, so she's saying, is he implying that she was old enough to go on these rides and then she would shit her pants? And then <laughs> this is pants? what I assume. She says, woo wee. It's all coming back to me now. I remember when you used to take me on rides like this all the time. You used to complain. I'd always end up with dirty diapers by the end of the ride. Wait a minute. You can't take a baby on these rides (laughs) it was the 60s you could take a baby anywhere (laughs) oh really was that how that was yeah i think you like you just held it by the arm and hopefully the arm didn't fall off babies went everywhere in the 60s yeah Yeah. well apparently apparently he was that's a thing because i'm like he was a little see that's the thing it's like if she was old enough to ride this ride she probably wasn't wearing diapers yeah apparently captain adam always said unless she had childhood ibs i don't know (laughs) yes that's that's the problem it was childhood ibs they just didn't have a diagnosis (laughs) Uh, but then he, Captain Adam's like, I think it was because of the oxygen deprivation. That's why you were shitting yourself. <laughs> and then he's like, What do you think, buddy of mine? And the buddy. What do you think, buddy, who has a had, who had a raging heart on for my daughter? Who he's like, all this talk about shit in your pants, make my penis soft. <laughs> no, because then he says. I guess the altitude and the G's just got to be too much for this ditzy daughter of yours. Wait. He calls her a ditz. I know that. That's what, wait. And that's why I said Gee shouldn't be friends with him. Because then later on, he talks about giving his Captain Adam's daughter mouth to mouth. Like it's in this next panel. Let's hope we don't have to resuscitate her, Captain. Very funny. Yeah. So not I don't know all- about you, but and he goes and gets cotton candy. Yeah, so, like, your friend, okay, imagine your friend, guy your own age, you're hanging out with your daughter, and he's like, man, I hope I don't have to give your daughter mouth to mouth. And you're like, ah, like, would that be okay with you? Would you still be that guy's friend? I would get off that ride and fight him. (laughs) You would have to fight him. That man is talking about sexually molesting your daughter. I would get evicted from the fair, and that poor... guy in the fuchsia wheelchair would not get his kettle corn if if people do you think people get evicted for fighting at carnivals because there would be no carnivals well you know they, they there'd be put, no people they, they just put you on the outside and just, <laughs> just go around the other way and so nobody sees you do they put it in that place that is not in, in disneyland they put, you, they, put, they put you in carney jail <laughs> that's where they put you do they put, they it put in you th- in a they put you in a horse stall because they put where the animals are and they say okay think about what you did go hang out with this pig isn't there like a place in disneyland that like well, yeah, d- d- is not technically disneyland so that's where they take people who die in the parks of the nobody die, or, or, or they go to disney jail there could be a disney jail disney jail <laughs> I think there is Disney jail. I, I, I should have to, I should probably research that because there's like a lot. There's like a book of secrets. On well, Disneyland. yeah, there's a place that apparently is like where they take injured people. Well, we are right. They take you so off you, property. They t- and it's like, but it's like in the park where it's technically off par- property or and something. And if you die there, you didn't technically die. In exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's why no one's ever died in Disneyland because they take you outside before you do. Yeah. Anyway, so let's. Yeah. Anyway, so or they, they take you outside before they declare that you're dead. Yeah. Yeah, and so he, they're walking around with the... Where, where does this dude go? Oh, he, like, goes to get cotton candy or something. No, does the Captain Adam goes to get cotton candy. Oh, yeah. Doesn't he, like... I don't know. This guy's name is Jeff. Yeah. Jeff. Jeff the Creep. Jeff the Creep. Who also looks like Don Knotts. Who also looks like Don Knotts and has the skin tone of George Hamilton. <laughs> he does. Um. Oh, but you know what it is? So he sees, like, a guy... 
from one of Dr. Uh, Eiling's guys who's oh, kind of like okay. trying to make sure that he does, Captain Adam does have a good time. Yeah. So he goes and kind of chases after that dude. Yeah. And then the daughter's like, this is weird. Like, I'm obviously not a kid anymore. Yeah. Whatever. So then they... they Gauze? Get- Jeff Gauze? Because he calls him same old Gauze. Yeah. He's like, oh, same old creepy Gauze. Always trying to sleep with my daughter. <laughs> what a joker. Uh. Uh, so they get cotton candy and they walk along together. And I guess, like, there's a brother involved, like, Captain Adam's son. Yeah. Who doesn't want anything to do with him or something. There's something going on where Captain Adam wants to talk about him. And the girl's like, no, Dad, you said you weren't going to do it and whatever. So I don't know what's going on there. And then they see some guy being like, hey, you step up and... and some guy's like, hey, how about something for your your girlfriend? Yeah, win, like, a, win mm. a bear for your girlfriend. And he's like, oh, he's like, how dare you? Blah, 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 whatever. So then as that's happening, like, Gauze intercepts some orders or something that are coming over to Captain Adam. Yeah. And then he takes them in the photo booth and he takes pictures of them. Oh, man. And then he comes and he gives them to Captain Adam. Sure. Sure. Uh, so then we're with that journalist again, and she's, I'm assuming, at the bar where Superman was a barback in uh, Superman, Man of Steel. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, the, yeah. In, the in the movie. Yeah, in the movie. Yeah. yeah. yeah sure, uh, so yeah. it's like some really creepy bar, and this woman like fucks up this guy's shot, and he's like, hey, um, I'm here to talk to you. I think you're this guy. You're Spectro, right? Yeah, she's she's snooping around. And then we're at a grave. Yeah, then we're at a grave. And then we're this, at wait, is this Captain this Adam's wife's grave. Yeah. She's dead. dead at the end. She, she's dead. They went from, hey, <laughs> let's, let's go to the carnival, and now let's go to your mother's grave. <laughs> That's a big day. Yeah, full, very full day. How do, you, how, do you, how do you, you know, you have to go to the carnival pretty early to I, make well, it a grave. Not only that, the but they brought cemetery. flowers, so they had to stop like a Ralph's. Oh, man. It's a busy Swing day. Swing by the grocery store, pick up a nice yeah, bouquet. That was a, well, that guy's never got his cotton, his uh, his, his kettle corn. <laughs> no one ever brought that guy his kettle corn. I need to know if it got to him. <laughs> um. So yeah, and then Gaz buddy is looking at the stuff. Apparently, he scrambled some code. Oh no, that's the picture he took. Oh, okay. so whatever message is coming to Captain Adam is like in a code that nobody's used <laughs> since like before Vietnam. Captain Adam, being an old geezer, will be able to read this. But Gauze is like, so will I, you know? Yeah, whatever. Intrigue. And so now we're back with that journalist. The guy's like, I'm not Spectro. She's like, Well, that's too bad. I guess I'll just have to take this fifty thousand dollars and light it on fire. And he's like, what did you mean, $50,000? Because this is back when people got advances for books. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, apparently, okay, well, oh, now I'm crying. Well, apparently he... <laughs> what? They still give advances for books. Not $50,000 worth of... Well, that... Yeah, maybe. They don't really give, like, huge advances like they used to. Like, uh, not, like, live on this advance. Live on this. Yeah. Mm. That's very sad. No, but I guess he's, like... He... Is f- he's probing that he has a lab assistant? No, she's trying to get intel because she's trying to get. No, think- this is the guy. But she's talking about this lab assistant that uh, stole Doctor Spectro. Or like, like anybody could wears a costume, certifiable. I laid eyes on Roy Bivolo. So they're talking about the, the the Rainbow Raider. Yeah, and stuff. Who? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever there is, is there's this guy. She wants to give him money. 
to write a book. He says he has nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, but I'll give you money. And I was like, oh, never mind. I do have stuff to do with it. So they get in the car and they drive up to, I don't know, a murder cabin. Because why not? Because that's where this guy lives. So they drive up to this cabin. And then we cut back to Captain Adam yeah. standing by a plane. Yeah, so apparently the orders that he well, received. He's like a government. Like he's kind of like stuck with like a government superhero yeah he's captain america in the first movie yeah yeah so they need him to come out and do publicity so Mm -hmm. that was those were his orders it was for him to come and stand by this plane and smile big and they're going to show off the the first airplane that uh takes off vertically you know one of those yeah so so i like this okay so they're in the audience mm -hmm. and well no in the audience is the is What's his face? Well, okay, so Firestorm's in the audience. Ronnie Raymond's in the right, audience. Right, yeah, Ronnie. And, and it's funny because some guy behind him, it just goes, he doesn't look like much to me. He's silver. He's made of silver. And his eyes glow. And he's <laughs> and he's flying. Yeah. And this dude, and this dude in, a, in, a, in a fuchsia polo, they love fuchsia in this book. Oh, yeah. Uh, is like, meh. You know, he's probably like, I got me a tinfoil hat. Looks like that. I could be Captain Adam. I'm Captain Adam. Look at me. I'm Captain Adam. Keeping all them government microwaves out of the old brain. They won't give me money to come and tell people planes are great. (laughs) I would like to get paid to do that. I'll just like walk into an airport and be like, hey, guys, planes are great. (laughs) They'll be like, here's your check. I'm like, thank you. You have to do it painted as silver. You have to be covered in like. I could paint myself silver. Just put put, like a bunch of aluminum foil on you. Great. (laughs) The worst cosplay. And, and, and you're walking out and they just hand you a check. like a ba- uh, Actually, just a bag with money in it. <laughs> Does it have a dollar sign yes, on it? Definitely, definitely has a dollar sign on it. That's I hope so. <laughs> um, so whoever, but, Cap, you know, but Ronnie's in there. He's like, well, he looks like as a guy who fell into a vat of molten aluminum. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. All right. Yeah, that, sure. That, 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 that's true. He does. Yeah, but he he's like saying it like a bad way, like just another one of those guys that falls into molten aluminum. And you're like, yeah. I did that on Thursday. I'm fine. <laughs> he, uh, he's like one of those street performers who paints himself silver and yeah, stands yeah, still. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, you know, like, he just looks so tough. He's all quantum this and quantum that. I like to see what he could do against my nuclear power. And I'm like, what are you so bitter for? Like, yeah, I don't know why he's. And you're not even like, did you say like, nobody invited you? I think it would be probably in like the last book, but for some reason. Sure. He's really pissed off at Captain Adam yeah. just for existing. It's just like, he's just so fucking bent out of shape because they have somewhat of a similar power. Yeah. But really not that similar. So I don't know what his problem is. He's just pissy for no reason. And so then we cut back to that guy in the laboratory. We come back to this laboratory. And this is where is, you, is this you Dr. get... Dr. Spectro? Yeah, this is where the, you got your picture from. So there's this guy who is basically, like, he's ex- explaining um, some, all, all of the stuff that... Uh, whatever's in the lab. The Rainbow Raider Spectro stuff. You know, he's kind of explaining all... He's kind of, you know, just talking about how he's like, well, I'm not going to wear this costume, but, like... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna wear this costume, but like you know, I got this these weapons, you know, and I can be Doctor Spectro, and you know, I can operate in secret, and. Mm-hmm. But you have to talk about that that drawing. But there's this. So this drawing, he's just posing by this machine, and I took a picture of this, and put it on Instagram, where he's just posing by this machine, and he's got his hand around it, and you know, this guy's just wearing like a suit and tie, and for some reason, part of this machine. I'm assuming like, that's where, like, you turn it on or it's something. It's some sort of panel. Yeah, yeah, it's like some sort of panel is kind of... It's like an arm. on an arm. Yeah. But it's just situated in front of his crotch. Yeah. 
It looks like it's like attached to his crotch. <laughs> it does. And I just, it I, looks like he has a big metal dick. <laughs> or he's got or or with or, several joints in it. Or that's that's weird. Or he's downloading something into <laughs> them or being uploaded something. I mean, it looks like he's a part like like he's using it. He's like, all right, yeah, I'm getting it, I'm getting a moto beams in me. Is that the robot of the future where he just like his dick is like a USB? This is how Trump uh, lives every day. He puts his dick in a USB. Yeah, he oh. puts his dick into a, like a robot machine, and then <laughs> that that doc that that weird looking doctor kind of feeds him a bunch of uh, kettle corn, and then, <laughs> and then they paint him orange, and then they, and they paint him shove orange. him in front of the. They press. keep they keep that's why he's so orange because they keep blaring him orange. But really, what's going to happen one day is all of a sudden it's just going to fall off, and he's just going to be like it's a gray sandwich. <laughs> You know, <laughs> Donald Trump just becomes a gray sandwich. Yeah, like, he just his his long tie falls away, and it's just like a, just, a moldy it's just, it's piece just of bread. Fall apart. It's just a moldy piece of bread. Mm-hmm. 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 Do you think uh, that if Donald Trump becomes the dictator, uh, that all men will have to have his hairstyle? Yes. <laughs> Are you looking forward to that? Because. You- <laughs> Should I should I find some faux hair and start getting that ready? Anyway, so, and we could shave Tully. And we could just, yeah, well, yeah, we could we shave the well, cat. Cat hair becomes like I don't care how it looks. I just want it to be like you mine. just got to get a swirl going. So we shave the cat, we dye it blonde, and we tape it to your forehead. Mm, okay, Great. that'll look good. good. Idea. It's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Um. So as this is happening, we get go back to this. Demonstration for this plane, this declassified plane that Jen said was great, and it's called the Vanquisher, and yeah. it's just flying around. Yep, because I guess it can pilot itself because it has like a an artificial intelligence inside of it, and all of a sudden uh, a rocket launches from like somewhere in the forest. Well, it's kind of like. Hang on here. Because there's no human pilot. That's the thing. This is a whole, like, they're trying to show the press that it can take off and, like, do a little bit of flying through artificial intelligence. And then all of a sudden, uh, a rocket, a missile is launched from somewhere in a forest. Uh. And everyone's like, oh, my God, it's a missile. This could be disaster. Like, that that woman is me. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Oh, no, it could be a disaster. And then Ronnie's like oh no all these people could die but captain adam's not doing anything he's just like you know talking to the general and yeah, he's, that's he's right. not yeah, even that's right. moving i thought he was up there but no that's right he's just kind of they're just kind of like mm, oh yeah, yeah like what if the general is saying something to captain adam which captain adam being a military man is gonna stand there and listen to what the general has to say before yeah. he takes action right but ronnie's just like oh, fuck that so angry and so then we cut to so now he cuts to doctor like, uh martin stein martin stein so martin stein, stein that martin stein is about to eat it bite into a sandwich yeah he's, like literally he's got a giant parmani brothers sandwich yeah he was like in pittsburgh <laughs> he's like i finally get to take my break from my lab and shove the sandwich in my face and and ronnie's like time to be firestorm he's like no and he doesn't get to eat a sandwich i know he loses his sandwich he does. Does, does the sandwich just fall on the ground i assume just, so i i mean mm. so it, i don't know how becoming firestorm works it says that he's instantly teleported yeah he's instantly teleported does that mean his body or is it just his mind no his body because they both merge so is it 
his naked body? Like, is it just like a pile of clothes and a sandwich or like No, I think behind? just like his mind is, you know, I, I, it doesn't make sense to yeah. me. I don't know how Firestorm works. All I, I, it makes more sense when he just like exists inside of Ronnie's head. Yeah. For me. But okay, whatever. They're split and they come together again. There's and a they sandwich become, on the ground. There's Pittsburgh. a sandwich and Firestorm. And he's so, like, well, I better go do something. Firestorm's like, I'm a hero. And everybody's like, Firestorm. And then Captain Adam takes off after him he's like Ugh, this fucking kid yeah so and everybody's kind of like oh ho, 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 boy yeah and so captain adam's like kid oh Je- this goslin goslin jeff goslin yes it's a uh, kate goslin's uh uh husband oh yeah or what? what was that guy's name oh i don't know i don't know that poor guy john 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 goslin back when that was like a thing that everybody saw all over the fucking TV. Mm-hmm. Glad, I'm glad we. I'm glad we've progressed as a country. Oh yeah, <laughs> have we? Yes, we have. <laughs> have we though? <laughs> so yeah, and so basically he's firestorm. Like, get the shit. plane, and and he's like he's talking shit because he's like I'm gonna go get this plane, and Captain Adam's was like, like back what are you the doing, fuck off, bro? dude. And he's like, what is, what's the matter? You're gonna show up your. I'm afraid I'm gonna show up your silver plated. I'm gonna show up show you up for the silver plated phony you really are. And I'm just like, why are and, you and so Dr. mad? Stein's like, bro. Chill. Yeah, we just met this gentleman. <laughs> we just met. We literally just met. Him. We didn't even shake his hand. You should be and nice. You're talking him, talking shit to him. Yeah, and so they're like flying around, and Firestorm like tries to zap the missile, but Captain Adam like takes the zap. Yeah, and then doesn't he like? And then they they're fighting each other. They're yeah, punching so, oh, each this, other. You like, this, you like this one a lot? Oh, I do like this. So Firestorm flies into Captain Adam. And it goes blam, and there's like a big explosion. But the way it's drawn, like you can see Captain Adam, he's like hunched over because obviously he just took Firestorm to the gut. Mm-hmm. And here's his leg. And all you can really see of Firestorm is his arm and the top of his ass. Like just the very tops of his ass cheeks, like sticking out of the explosion. Mm-hmm. And this is very like, this like just a mound. It's an ass mound. It's just like boink, boink. That's all you can see. It's great. I just take a picture of that. Yeah. Put that on Instagram. Yeah, that's and sexy. hashtag it ass mound. <laughs> Get ass. my fucking account suspended. <laughs> Doing it. Taking a picture right now. Oh, boy. But basically, you know, they're fighting. And, ba- and Captain Adam's basically showing up with Firestorm because Firestorm's just being very... He's being a uh, jackass. He's being, he's being very, you know, uh, impulsive. And Captain Ronnie, you know, and Martin Stein's like, yeah, he, if you would have known... yeah. Who he is and what he can do, because he's literally just even before Doctor Stein, you know, he he gets murdered, you know, becomes Firestorm. You know, Ronnie's just sitting there. It's like, ah, oh, this guy sucks. Who is this guy? You know? Yeah. And I'm like, what do you? What's your problem, bro? But like, not only that, doesn't he like take Firestorm's beams and like yeah. absorb them and like blast them back at him? And he's like, I didn't know he could do that. And he's like, well, maybe if you fucking pay attention. Yeah jerk and so there's giant explosions going on in the sky you know big quantum explosion ronnie's out of commission you know and yeah and then that's when we find out that it was all a ruse it was all a demonstration to show how and i like how they that there's a system yeah called the smart as (laughs) or it looks like i don't know if it's smart a22 or a.z.z i thought it was 22 a twenty two. A twenty two. It looks like smart ass to me. Yeah, it does look like smart ass. You're it's a smart correct. ass system, and it shows because it's you know it's a you know a pilotless plane. Yeah, and he's like, we're just showing you know we're showing how it can work, and you screwed up this whole demonstration. And he's like, look, and Captain Adam's like, hey, look, superheroing is serious business. Why don't you uh, lighten up and don't make it tougher on yourself to go with the flow? And you know, yeah. Stein's like. Can I go back to my sa- yeah. yeah, he's like, can I go please eat my sandwich, Ronnie? You, you hot headed idiot. You dummy. 
And so that's the end of Captain Adam or Captain uh, or Firestorm in this issue. So that's why I'm kind of like, I don't know if it really what? wasn't really a versus for me. It was just Ronnie's an idiot. I don't know why they just, they just wanted I don't, to fit him in because they yeah. probably were like, hey, because you know what they, you know, they usually will do? They have to have a, books. a more they, they established to bring, hero. They try to bring in the established. Like, like, like uh, I think I have it. I don't know if it's which issue it is, but uh, it's pretty early in the run where Swamp Thing just shows up. You know, I mean, they're all, everybody's there, you know? So they're trying to figure out how to stick them all in. Right. They want you to. Yeah. Are you yeah. posting that? I'm posting it right now. Hashtag booty, booty, booty. Booty, booty, booty. Yeah. That's too many booties. Anyways. <laughs> So she's what's what's going on here? Um. Oh yeah. So that's done, and now oh oh. But we find out that as Captain Adam is like flying through the air, uh, Roz, uh, oh no, Gauze, is looking through his binoculars, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, you might have everybody else fooled with the silver and the glowing eyes, but I know it's my buddy." Whatever his buddy's name is. Oh wait, so they don't know that it's. I don't think that we don't know that it's Nathaniel Scott. I don't think that, that the they know not, that. Public identity? I don't oh, think it's a. It well, I don't know because it says, yeah. "Funny thing about that silver skin and the glowing eyes, old buddy. Together, they do a great job of keeping keeping your secret from just about everybody, almost everybody." Mm. Okay. So I don't know if that means whatever whatever it means. He's there's some secret. And uh, he's going to expose it. So then we're back with the guy and the the journalist. And she's Spectrum. like, oh, you're great. Here's some money. And oh, by the way, you doubled it to 100 grand. And she's like, okay, I got to call my editor. And then the editor's like, oh, no, you don't understand. There's a scandal with Captain Adam. Captain Adam's history, his origin, his girlfriend, his villains, they were all lies. He was never a superhero at all. He was a traitor. Traitor. And then she's like, oh, shit. You know, now now we're not going to give you any money, guy, who just yeah. fed me a load of bullshit. And she's like, yep, that's true. After you left, I looked up everything I could about, you know, this Dr. Spectro and uh, decided I'm going to be him. Yeah. But and then I'm going right. to kill you. And so he does. He like disintegrates yeah. her into many, many little atoms. Mm -hmm. And then he and then he's like, and now I yeah, am he uses Dr. Spectro. He does shoot her. Apart. He does. Yeah. It, it's all spooch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> so angry at this comic book, I just threw it off the table. Jen just gestured and <laughs> threw this book off the table. Fuck you, book. Because you just <laughs> off the spooched. table it went. Because yeah, because she's because she's basically <laughs> I just like caught that with my fingernail and went oh, off the table. Basically, he's like, you know, she's like, yeah, you know what, I made a mistake, but I'm gonna go and, uh, you know, I'm gonna make sure it's not gonna happen again, you know, because I'm gonna fuck with you or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, nope. And here's my dick machine. And zap, kaboom. And he, now, now he's Doctor Spectro. Yeah, and uh, sure. that's it for the book. And then we get a bunch of letters, which, which terrible, have, terrible letters. Well, they haven't. Oh, would you read the actual letters? No, just the name of it. Well, they haven't figured out. I don't think they figured out what they want to call it yet. Oh, okay. I feel like it's just like a, just a placeholder. Oh, it just says literally just letters to Captain Adam. And there's not even like a little drawing of Captain Adam or like a an envelope. Nothing. It just says letters to Captain Adam. There is an, uh, a letter in here that just says, "Are we ever going to get a Firestorm crossover?" And they're like, "I hope this book answered your question." So that's it for our book for this week, uh, Captain Adam number five from july 1987 would you read the next issue of this hmm. Meh. i'll go with a maybe i'm not gonna sneak it out by any means i guess if we had it 
Maybe, um, maybe. I'm I'm not gonna go crazy looking for it. Nah. I, I really don't care. I might at some point collect all of these. Uh huh. I might try to figure out how to get my hands on all these uh, from because I have like a you know a good number of them mm-hmm. already. And uh, yeah, so we'll see. You know, so we'll, we'll we'll see how I feel about this. But I'm into it. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this week's show. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Angry Hero Sean S H A W N is my Instagram as well. Angry Hero Sean. Also, my podcast I Could Talk Kayfabe with my buddy Joe Tadaro talking about wrestling magazines and making fun of those things. You can find that on iTunes and wherever you get your podcasts. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram, jenstansfield.tumblr.com, and jenstansfield.wordpress.com. That's it for this week. We will see you guys again next time. Bye. Bye.